New card. What do you think? Whoa. Very nice. Patrick, you're so sweet. Jean? Yes, Patrick? Would you like to accompany me to dinner? Sabrina, why don't you dance a little? Christy, get down on your knees. We're not through yet. I don't think I can control myself. If you stay, something bad will happen. I feel lethal, on the verge of frenzy. I think my mask of sanity is about to slip. Do you have any witnesses or fingerprints? Actually, yes. Hmm. You're inhuman. I know my uh, behavior can be erratic sometimes. Hey, Paul! So, what do you do? I'm into, uh, well, murders and executions mostly. I have all the characteristics of a human being but not a single clear identifiable emotion. I simply am not there. I, uh, <laughs> I just had to kill a lot of people. Welcome to Pulp Commentary. I'm Mike. I'm MB. What movie are you watching tonight, MB? Well, Mike, I'm I'm glad you asked me that because because frankly I've um I've I've done a lot of bad things and um I uh I, I guess you could say, <laughs> I guess you could say I'm the same guy. Uh, American Psycho. <laughs> you should have had more of a lisp. I know, I know. I'm not. I'm not nearly Welsh enough. <laughs> Patrick but, uh, Bateman. That's, that's the starter line to get the lisp in. Uh, American Psycho. Yeah. Merry the, Christmas, uh, everybody. Yeah. This is the weird thing is that we've started a tradition. I, I don't know if we've ever really brought attention to it either. I don't think we have. But um, we've done this tradition for. What, two years now? Yeah. We've done this tradition for two years where we watch a movie where it's vaguely connected to Christmas, but it's not really a Christmas movie. Like Christmas happens during the movie or something. Yeah, like there's maybe a scene or two. Like it's it doesn't even have to be the full movie. It's just like a scene. Yeah, like it's last like, year well, it was – uh, yeah, last year it was End of Days, which I think yeah. – is like around it's it's New Year's, so I think there's like a Christmas like w- the first day is like Christmas Day or something like that. I don't remember, yeah. but yeah, something like that. I, I yeah, I completely blank. I, I just once, remember Lucifer. Get, that's all I remember. Yeah, once you get into that movie, it's like it's just it's Arnold the movie. Well, he's just so out of shape. Yeah, I, I, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> and the first year was Batman Returns, and this year it's <laughs> the movie that broke you. <laughs> Listen to Pulp Commentary for Batman Returns and watch me list, lose my fucking mind. <laughs> the 
movie you had seen hundreds of times and never noticed how insane. <laughs> I, but yeah, that we gotta do a redux of that one day. We do, but tonight, MB, we're here for American Psycho. Yes, the movie that's we watched in like early 2004 and said, you know, this guy could play an eccentric billionaire psychopath. He should be Batman. And, and then he was. Batman he was, yes. Fate made it so. American Psycho and an all-star cast, a fucking Christian Bale, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. And it's written by Guinevere Turner, so it's written yeah. by a hot lesbian. Also, Jared Leto. I, I need to bring attention to him because nobody else will. Whatever keeps the gun out of his mouth. Anyway. <laughs> we're paused in black right before the old-ass Lionsgate logo. Yeah. Back when they were it's, semi-competent studio. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing that really competes with the key. <laughs> thank, thank God it's the old Lionsgate logo. We'd be here for 20 minutes waiting for the new one. Yeah, I know. I, have you ever watched a Lionsgate movie and not been annoyed by that? God, it's just so fucking long. It's like on the DVDs, you can't skip it. Oh, it's so terrible. Well, anyway, um, focus, Mike. Yeah. Or we don't go down a Lionsgate hole. <laughs> Lionsgate keyhole. Um, I'm going to count to three. After I say three, we're going to press play. You ready? I was born ready. Just don't look at that asshole, MB. Eat it. Anyway. All right. Look at that keyhole. <laughs> One, two, three. That was a... Three. I just threw that out there, really. It was powerful. Ooh, Look how you were impressed with your own delivery. <laughs> Ooh, there's subtitles. When's the last time you watched American Psycho? I don't know, maybe three years ago, something like that? It's been about five for me. It's been a while. Yeah. It's it's not been as close as I would like to have seen it because this is actually not one of my favorite movies, but I would say it's up there as far as just movies I can watch again and again. I don't know what it is about it either because it's like it has this weird quality that I've noticed where it's it kind of almost plays like a bad movie. But it's a good movie. It has that really offbeat quality to it that I don't I don't know like what it exactly is. But I it's terrible. <laughs> the one movie food you'll never <laughs> eat. I don't like rich man food. I just like how intentionally tacky all of this is. <laughs> Fucking yuppies. Oh, Samantha Mathis. You know what that means. Daisy. <laughs> you know what that means? Subpar acting. <sighs> wow. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's a good balancing plates act there. Yes. Okay, what is that supposed to be? Justin Theroux, by the way. It looks like Play-Doh. It's what rich people eat, man. Guinevere Turner. That has an 80s haircut. I do like how this movie comes across like it was filmed like eight years prior than it actually was. Yeah. 
Looks like it was filmed like 94. Which is appropriate. Oh. Oh, there he is. What, Justin Thoreau? Well, that too. <laughs> and Joss Lucas. Look at Joss Lucas back then having a career and stuff. I still remember I wanted him to be Harvey Dent so badly. He would have made a good Harvey Dent. And now he's doing nothing. Now he's the poor man's Bradley Cooper, even though he came first. Isn't it weird to think that Justin Thoreau is technically doing better than Josh Lucas? That's a weird world we live in. Like, he's banging Jennifer Aniston. What's Josh Lucas doing? Oof. I think he's living inside his own chin now. <laughs> Staying he's there for brain Hulk. <laughs> and Sweet Home Alabama. Well, the movie that broke him. It's like his Bane. Speaking of Bane, Batman. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm trying to ignore the obvious here, but yeah, I mean I I don't know how you feel about like where you rank Bale performances, but I love him as Batman, but this is by far and away his best performance. This performance is pretty damn amazing. It's just so bizarre and amazing. Also, look at that dancing. <laughs> 80s dancing. I can look at throw go. God. I wish they would have focused more on him. Very yeah, hard one of your turn. I, I don't think this movie would have worked if not for Bale. No, not a million years. Like, I, like I, I said that weird quality where it's like it's almost like a bad movie. I think it would have been a bad movie if it didn't have an awesome cast. Who's it wasn't supposed to be DiCaprio. DiCaprio yeah. was attached to this for a while. Yeah. Can you imagine that? DiCaprio's a, an amazing actor, but this wouldn't have the same quality. You I just, remember... I think also it would have been that thing where it's like, it's DiCaprio playing a psychopath, not yeah. just a psychopath. Bale has an amazing thing where it's like he's still known, but still chameleons into things in such a way yeah. where you forget it's him. Well, I also had the benefit of when he did this movie, he wasn't that well known. There was also, the, yeah, I mean, he was still an unknown at that point. This is where he, they, they say he's an un, he was unknown when he was cast as Batman. People knew who Christian Whit Bale was at that point. He just wasn't... It wasn't necessarily like an indie darling or anything like that, but yeah, he was, was um, largely because of this film too. Yeah, I mean, he was in Reign of Fire at that point. <laughs> yeah, that that movie. Which he did just because he liked Clash of the Titans. Just wanted to be a movie that had dragons in it. I, I remember. Um, Can you really blame him for that? I just want to say there was once a time where Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey shared the screen fighting dragons, but that's a different commentary for another day. Also, that is a pretty man, but um, that's I yeah yeah my sexuality is questioned. Um, I remember uh, Mary Heron and Wendover Turner saying that they were sitting around having like a meeting, and Bale was there. They were like in a hotel room, and Bale was on the phone arguing with a clerk at Blockbuster. While eating, chi- while eating like broiled chicken, and he was complaining about the. Uh, I guess he had a late charge for uh, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
And they just looked over and went like, my God, he is Patrick Bateman. That's, I have never heard that story, actually. It's, it always captured my imagination. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it's on the commentary or if I heard like in an interview. What I like is the broiled chicken thing. <laughs> the dude's, dude's in shape. Yeah. Bale always has but, like. Well, a, I like how you're telling this story over the scene where he just goes into his routine. <sighs> this speech is amazing. I've always wanted to uh, read the book. I've. I've yeah, I've always wanted to too. Though, to be fair, it's like Brett Easton Ellis. I, I've i heard his style is a little... It's kind of hard to get into. This movie's anyway to, anywhere to go off of. It must be pretty weird. <laughs> Just upbeat Asian music. That's, that's a weird thing about this movie is that it just has such a weird jumble of tones. Yeah. Also, that was an 80s-style push-in on that building. <laughs> I, like, I like to imagine several people watching this and going, yeah, that's Batman. His hair is so perfect. Yeah, this was Bale pretty much in the prime of his life. Oh, yeah. Fucking done at it. Fucking looking like he's carved out of granite. It looks ageless. With his almost mullet. His weird accent. <laughs> his yuppie accent. I love how Bale has several different American accents, depending on the character he plays. Yeah, Patrick Bateman doesn't sound a thing like Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Not a thing. His Bateman voice is very high-pitched, actually. Yeah. This is yuppie, Mike. <laughs> Don't wear that outfit again, MB. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bale's nose in this movie is incredible. So you notice that, too. Yeah, it's. Did he add cartilage to his nose or something for this for this role? I swear it never looks like this in any other thing. I don't know. I don't think he did, but I swear it never looks like this anywhere else. It's very exaggerated. We've already had two music montages. This is an '80s movie. <laughs> it's only eighty more to go. Oh, look who it is. Speaking of Josh Lucas and Sweet Home Alabama. What, Christian Bell? <laughs> well, he is the prettier one in this scene. To be fair, you put him in a room with anyone in this movie. In a room with anybody on the planet, he's usually the prettier one. It's weird, is that I can't... I can't picture him playing the role now. Like, he was at the perfect age and the perfect time. The same with Batman. It's like, when he became Batman, he wouldn't have worked as Batman earlier than that, I think. 
No. Young Bale, I mean, yeah, he would have acted the living fuck out of it. Just something about that sort of aged Bale. Yeah. Sort of perfect for it. He ages into roles well, which is a weird weird compliment to give an actor. Yeah, it's a strange quality to have, but Bale really has it. Like, that was pretty much the one year he could have played John Connor. (laughs) Such a bullshit menu. Oh, that sushi looks good. I knew eventually the movie food would break you. I like sushi. Ever had sushi? Nah, I haven't. It's good. I just I just imagine Thoreau talking about his plans for Iron Man 2. <laughs> just Reese Witherspoon turning and it's like, what? Wait, what? What? Why, why is there so much strawberries? That's what vexes her. <laughs> Not the story, just like, what a weird quality you're giving this film. This new Rogue Tropic Thunder, I, I can never make that connection. Like, throw the actor and throw the screenwriter. That is insane. It's it's like the difference between West Germany and East Germany. <laughs> okay, this speech is pretty amazing. This is, this is basically a movie in the show. Christian Bale makes an amazing speech. 80s montage. Dark scene. <laughs> Christian Bale makes a speech. 80s montage. Christian Bale kills somebody. 80s montage. Christian Bale has sex. 80s montage. It it has that psychotic quality to it. The movie doesn't really have a structure. It's just a character study of... Yeah. Insanity. The way it works, because, like, again, it just rests on Bale's performance. If it had a structure, it'd be like, wouldn't be as focused, so he wouldn't have had much, as much to do. Why do you think Bateman jerked off? I think he had a whole routine. Oh yeah, I imagine it. I imagine he would actually have to plan plan it um, days in advance. And if anything like went slightly wrong, he would just abandon all those plans, leaving him really frustrated. <laughs> And he'd cry a lot during it. Yeah. And while strangling someone. Just jerking off. You stupid bastard! <laughs> yes, he's yelling at his own cock. <laughs> Bateman. Go and just talk about Patrick Bateman for a second. What a weird character. <laughs> I just want to say, can we just talk about Patrick Bateman for a second? This is the most amazing segue ever. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's like we're never really on topic for these. Bale's skin tone in this movie. It's like he's clay. <laughs> Just fucking giant cigar. Patrick Bateman is an amazing character. This is an amazing movie just to analyze, like, what happened that was real and what happened that was fake. 
Because even Bateman doesn't know. Just look at him. Fidgeting acting. <laughs> Surely the only actor who could have pulled any of this off. Next we'll do the uh, sequel. Uh, Mila yeah. Kunis. I'll, um, I'll let Hero do that one with you. It's it's amazing to think um, that somewhere in this world is Mila Kunis. Hey, Samantha Mathis. It's so weird that there's a quasi spinoff for this in that movie. You know, Rules of Attraction? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Where's, like, his brother in a college or something? Yeah, I forgot all about that. I think I think in the book version of that, uh, Bateman actually shows up for, like, a scene or something like that. I, they con... I'm... If, I believe they did contact yeah. Bale very briefly. Yeah. He was just like, fuck you. <laughs> also, I recognize one of those porn stars. But, um... Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't it have been amazing if Bale showed up as Bateman in a different movie? It's like a phone call or something? The Bateman universe? <laughs> the Bateman cinematic universe? That'd be incredible. Think you're the only serial killer in the world? <laughs> he just turns around and does jazz hands <laughs> in a raincoat. I've always been fascinated by the idea of watching porn just casually, just playing in a room. <laughs> like, you have no... There's no inclination to masturbate or anything. You're just sitting there watching porn like it was the evening news. Samantha Mathis just looks like that now. Remember when she was the Punisher's wife? That was a hell of a thing. Yeah. I mean, she almost acted, so that was cool. I've, I've uh, always said this, I've always been vexed by Samantha Mathis, which is, I don't understand, is she a bad actress or a good actress? Well, it depends on which movie. Oh, Samantha Mathis showed up for this one. Really, she did give it her all in Super Mario Brothers the movie. Weird, this is actually days of years later. Yeah, that makes sense. Things kind of went downhill. Okay, now I, want, I, now I just want to imagine this takes place in the same universe as Super Mario Brothers. You know, it actually makes a lot of sense. Bateman and Koopa would get along so well. <laughs> Koopa, are you this. saying that the mud is both dirty and clean at the same time? How does that even work? Oh, Jesus. Why does this dude always look 20 years old? <laughs> it's weird. Like even Lazarus today, Pitt. he looks 20 years old. Lazarus Pitt, man. You're gonna get chopped with an axe later. Or are you? Dun dun dun. 
Fuck you, Josh Lucas. Don't walk into a room like you own it. You don't own shit. <laughs> You're living in your own chin. <laughs> Just to stay warm. The fuck do you eat at night, Josh Lucas? <laughs> Get Justin Throw's coffee. <laughs> Maybe he'll write you a roll in something. Just throw laughs. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> oh god, the card scene. So beautiful. Remember that time we exchanged business cards? Yeah. Yeah, this exact same reaction. I was also wearing glasses for no apparent reason. They don't show up anytime I see you later on. Jesus, that is really super. <laughs> you know, the sad part is that this culture is real. <laughs> it is, and what's funny is that this is a serial killer movie. <laughs> like, I've never seen a movie underplay the serial killer part of it. To this degree. It just really is about him just being a yuppie. He just happens to be a serial killer. Patrick Bateman losing it right now over this card. Bateman's always sweating in this movie. It's weird. Oh, God. This is insane. I keep my body at a breezy 300 degrees at all times. Any temperature above that, I go insane. <laughs> Pat Bateman. Would you be interested in being my shoes? <laughs> I guarantee you it's more of a life than you have right now. Fuck you, Bateman. I'm just kidding. I love you. Do you think do you think Bateman like measures the length of his hair? I'm sure he cuts it himself. He doesn't trust a barber with it. Every strand must be the exact perfect inch. Found a millimeter smaller, a millimeter longer. Yeah. Uh, minute he touched the suit, he was dead. Don't touch the suits. I mean, quite frankly, that's just a a rule to live by in general. You touch my suit, I'll kill you too. Yeah. I have one suit. I don't want you touching it. I'm very proud of that one suit that I own. You've owned it since the 40s. When's the last time you wore a suit? Uh, wow. Nearly uh, over a year ago. Oh, wow, you have worn it since then. Yeah. Wow, I... 
my actual personal suits I've ever I've only ever worn once, and it was probably 2005. Yeah, it was 2005. So never it's again. Been a while. Never again. It's uh, interesting to note. It's cut so I can wear uh, two boots with it. Black boots. I don't wear dress shoes. It's a nice suit, though. It's a nice suit. It is. I say that while having never seen the suit. Well, it's just, you know, you don't want me to stab you. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, what, why are you looking at me like that? <sighs> Everything Bateman speechifies in this movie is incredible. Also, Bale's uh, pubic hair. Just throwing it out there. Have you ever been fascinated by Bale's mole in the middle of his throat? That's the thing on the side of his nose. Finally, someone brings it up. Yeah, that always drove me insane whenever I would watch the Batman movies, and it would always like have shots of him looking over, and then you'd see that thing. It's so distracting. Like, doesn't that bother him? Can't he just constantly see it out of the corner of his eye or something? Do you think he would have the money to like get that surgically removed by now? Oh, by the way, Christmas party. Just don't out there. Christmas party. Yeah, we, we, ha- we have proof. Yeah, Christmas party. There's Santa hats. There's minorities playing elves, because these are all white guys. Antlers. I only thought this is the second time we've seen antlers on Batman tonight. It won't be the last. Why is there a pig in this movie? She's more southern than she was in Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. Look how she's the good character and yet you completely hate her. Reach Witherspoon has that quality. Yeah. What is it about Reese Witherspoon's everyone hates? Everything. <laughs> I, I, I love how he's having this scene wearing antlers. It's his insistence. He's kissing Reese Witherspoon while wearing antlers. I've always been obsessed with the setting of this restaurant. <laughs> because I don't know what it's going for. It's just everywhere. I mean, really, what is the decor here? It's it's like it wants to be a steakhouse, but then it's also an upscale restaurant. But it's like, it has this weird, vague seafood kind of quality to it. Yeah. But it's also very rustic. But it also has like a weird, like, uh, kind of maybe like a Spanish kind of flavor. By the way, is that Ivana Trump? <laughs> I just love that. Just such a throwaway weird joke to put in there. Halberstrom. 
That is a look of murder. He's trying so hard to tell people he's a murderer, but nobody listens. Because nobody listens to anybody in this world. Subtext, MB. Complexities of this movie. Fucking age, man. It looks like a, a doll. It's weird. Just oh, like, God, the, the infamous line. It is. You know, I, I've seen this movie multiple times. I never noticed this is technically the first kill we see. Yep. It is. I Wow. I never noticed that. It is. Um, I've always liked the genius of the mu- talking about music thing, because it's essentially the Jaws theme playing before a shark attack. Yeah. It's it's kind of amazing. It's like he has a tell. Yeah. Oh, God, the <laughs> dancing. I just love the fact that that was Bale's idea. <laughs> he just started dancing on set. <laughs> What's the fucking... Oh, Bale doesn't got give a fuck about being measured about anything. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> He's like a cartoon character. It's amazing. <laughs> and then he played Batman. Let's <laughs> uh, to be square. Stupid fucking bastard! <laughs> Years later, he'd fight the Joker. <laughs> it's always it is always funny. Like man, Bale would have made a great Joker. I think that's what like, makes him such a great Batman, though. Yeah, he would have made it's a like, great Joker. It's like, of course, it would be the movie where he plays a complete psychopath that everyone would go, "Wait, this guy should be Batman." <laughs> Like, this was the movie that said every, that told everyone, this is Bruce Wayne. And then Equilibrium was the one where it said he should be Batman. Like, it's, it's weird how his career pointed to that in every direction. Yeah. Thank God we don't live in the world where he was Robin. <laughs> Though I would like to see that. I don't know, I kind of want to assume this is the Joker now that you told me that. <laughs> it would have been interesting. Imagine the Joker voice he would put on. <laughs> it also has a lisp. The lisp would work for Joker. It would. <laughs> no, Lewis, it's not me. <laughs> I always <laughs> love that. <laughs> He has a weird sense of humor. <laughs> I love this movie, Sense of Humor. 
Like, there's there's no movie that exists that's like American Psycho. Yeah. It's a tone that just exists inside the film American Psycho. Just this fucking voiceover kills me. I calm myself. <laughs> You never see this in a serial killer movie. <laughs> Just the steps. Like, if if Bateman were a supervillain, you would see the scene of him lighting all the candles in, like, his lair or something. <laughs> I mean, there is the Bateman cave. We just never see it. I just want to say, Bale said hasta la vista, baby, before he played John Connor. <laughs> you ever look at Edward Furlong in T2 occasionally and think, like, when he grows up, he's going to be Christian Bale? No, I mostly think, wow, heroin addict. <laughs> he's worse things than a heroin addict, my friend. <laughs> No, it's actually weird to chart John Connor. He goes from Edward Furlong to fucking... To, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I just don't. Uh, uh, Nick... Nick Stahl. Nick Stahl. Nick Stahl's uh, to Christian Bale. Yeah. Only one of those people have a career. Only one of those people are sober. That's the interesting thing. Yeah, that... I, it is weird to think that Christian Bale is not one of those dudes. Like, one of those dudes who just com- gets completely hammered and you hear about, like, getting into fights all the time. Luckily, most of his roles call for him to be in amazing shape, so he can't do that. Varying states of amazing shape. <laughs> Or currently worth a comb over. Oh wait, Defoe just walked in. Does it make this our second Defoe commentary? Uh, which was the first? Uh, John Carter. Oh, yeah, that's right. It, it's it's hard to think of that as a Defoe role because he's just Tar Sarkin. He trolled me. Um, <laughs> So he's now having a scene with another guy who could have played the Joker. Yeah. Who technically did play the Joker, kind of. But It's weird. I saw this movie after Spider-Man, so I knew he was the Green Goblin. But I, he wasn't... Bale wasn't Batman yet, so it was, it was this weird bridge between comic book movies. Yeah. And Josh Lucas was in Hulk. We don't count that. And uh, Jared Leto draws his own comic books. He uh, nobody sees him or anything, but he um, yeah, he draws them. You know he um, Justin Thoreau's still buying cars off of Iron Man two salary. <laughs> he just lights them on fire. That's all he does with them. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't drive them or anything. Just lights them on fire. Cackling maniacally. I noticed the sunglasses that are on a stand on his desk. (laughs) 
I do, I do like the little details in Bateman's office. Like, it, they just went out of their way to go as 80s as possible. Yes, it does have an 80s fucking office. Look at that thing. And the, the suspenders in this scene. <laughs> the suspenders are the scene. Man, they're just eating the scenery out of, around everybody. Well, the foes fighting for control. The suspenders are the spirit of Donald Pleasance. Oh, God, Loomis shows up to try to stop Bateman. <laughs> I shot him six times. No, no, no. <laughs> he points to the suspenders. <laughs> God, Loomis in fucking 80s New York trying to stop a serial-killing yuppie. Oh, oh, God, I just imagine Loomis is one of the waiters at one of those restaurants. Like, like he's he's dressed up as a sea captain because it's a seafood restaurant. So he goes to the back and he says, I served him six times. Six times. Somebody gets he doesn't know what meds. service is. <laughs> he, no, he, doesn't, he goes to the table after they leave. There's no tip. No, 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 no. He just starts firing a gun at the table. <laughs> and that's how Loomis lost yet another job. Things went downhill after Michael died. I know. He he had to find work. I mean, he was... Granted, he was like 90, but... You can't... The point is, you can't keep an old horse down. By the way, look, look at... Defoe's lips. Even Defoe has a weird skin tone in this movie. To be fair, it's Defoe. He he always looks like he's fake, but... Yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't look human. My skin is... <laughs> going to go on a whole thing where his skin was made of adamantium and he was Wolverine villain, but you know, I'm just not going to go there. Because we'll I be think, here all fucking day. <laughs> yeah, I think he's been enough villains over his career. Yeah. We don't need to go into Wolverine territory. Saying that, Defoe is Lady Deathstrike. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Well, I'll, that, now I'm never going to be able to watch a Defoe movie without thinking of Lady Deathstrike. He is the Phalanx. I like to get. I think I think this is the same detective from Boondock Saints. By the way, there was a firefight. <laughs> Always wanted to work out with fucking Texas Chainsaw playing. <laughs> so, do you think this was a copy that he had a late charge on? Possibly. I like how he had to. Wow, just, I've never noticed. Look how much he's bouncing there. I was mesmerized. I'm sorry. Uh, I like to think. I like the idea that, that played in one scene, and Bale had to rent and watch the entire movie. Which he'd probably already seen. Because Bateman watches that movie. Remember when he was first cast as Batman, everyone thought it was really hilarious. He was pl- he played Bateman, and now he's playing Batman. Because comic book fans have... <laughs> Little imagination. Yeah. Oh, 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 they have similar names. I mean, these are the same people that call them Fat Man. 
when those pictures. <laughs> I could bail such a goddamn doughboy. I like how he does stuff like in a tux to pick up a hooker. And he only has like that one specific tux. Like it's at the back of his closet. It's not with the other ones. It's pressed in a certain way. Josh Lucas is also living in her chin. Here comes this amazingly weird scene. Which, once again, is just right out of your life. (laughs) Oh, yeah, this is like Thursday for me. Not Tuesday, MB. That's completely different. I I didn't remember the other day you you asked me to respond only to Christy. What's weird is that we were in the middle of a commentary for Street Fighter, so I, I don't know where that came from. You're also supposed to call me Paul Allen, but he he didn't. That was, you know. Well, I you had so many instructions, right? You know, it's not often you see a chick on film clean her vagina in a tub. Also, that is a nice goddamn tub. The writer of the movie, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Once again, he's still wearing a tux. Wait, is this one of her Or uh, she show up later on? You know, I can't remember. I think this is her. Maybe confusing, though. No, no, I'm sorry. She does show up later. Yeah, she... Yeah, yeah she plays a different character. I'm sorry. It's like all the women in this movie just look 80s. So. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Well, all chicks in the 80s wore pretty much the same goddamn outfit, so... Such horrible things are going to happen to these chicks in a little while. Why aren't they talking about me? I like how I'm watching this movie and I hear police sirens outside the window. Hear that? Police are going to try to stop this film from happening. Stop talking about I think about uh Loomis just bursting in our random scenes. Mm-hmm. He's also a big Phil Collins fan. He puts in the wrong disc. No, no, <laughs> no. 
He rocked him six times. You don't know what a ballad is. I've always wanted to have this kind of sex. Just talking about Phil Collins and not doing anything. Interesting to note, I once watched this movie with my mother. Because she really wanted to watch it. That's, that's an interesting note. To say the scene was uncomfortable is an understatement. Yeah, I, I imagine that a lot of scenes were kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, oddly enough, she understood the movie. Oh, yeah. I just want to say Batman is directing a porn. <laughs> Not the first time or the last time Batman would do such a thing. Yeah. This is actually the most tame version he's done. Dick, don't just stare at Alfred's ass. Eat it. <laughs> I don't know why. I've always been obsessed with that line, just the way he says it. It's weird to think he's just Bruce in this scene. He's just wearing the tux. Being a dick. <laughs> this is all part of his cover. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred's just in his bedroom holding a pillow over his head. Just make it stop. <laughs> Please, sir, no more Phil Collins. <laughs> Not again. Oh, good lord, what are they doing in there? I'm not sure if I should tell the story or not. Okay. Well, it's kind of too late now. Uh, you, know, you know how Bale just flexed his arm while looking himself in a mirror while having sex? Yeah. I, um... You've done that. I was having sex, and I looked over, and there was a mirror, and I could see myself in it. I made sure she wasn't looking, and I went over and did the fucking Bateman flex. <laughs> and I regret nothing, but... It was one of those things where it's like, can I just leave being a fucking loser at the door for one minute? The answer was no, I couldn't. At least you didn't do that. That point and, and wink thing. You didn't do that, right? I didn't. I didn't. I, I had to think for a second to make sure. <laughs> I just did the fucking uh, arm flex. And I just felt like, like, as soon as I did, it was just like, oh, God. Why? Just why? No, shit's about to get real.
thought up to that point it was fun. You just eat a mood killer. I just think, note, the day after I did that flex, I also uh, had lunch with Josh Lucas. So He's just fallen that far. <laughs> He's just taking free meals with anyone. I told him about the whole thing. He was very excited. He thought dude, that was really cool. This other dude that isn't Christian Bale or Josh Lucas, he looks like James Marsden. He does. I forgot the actor's name. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't believe I just told that story. It's kind of embarrassing. But hilarious, so it's okay. Well, you know, if there's any place to tell it, it's on Pulp Commentary. <laughs> I'm revealing a lot of horrible, weird stories about myself lately on Pulp Commentary. Last commentary we did, I did the whole, like, flirt with a chicken, a cow costume thing. Well, that was just amazing. I will give you that. That was amazing. I'm a full spectrum. Weird, amazing stuff, and then just sad stuff. And I am assuming she didn't notice I did that. I don't have any proof that she didn't. What do you think, like, was going through your head in that precise moment? I mean, it was, oh my god, there's a mirror there. I should do the fucking Patrick Bateman sex flex thing. (laughs) Yes, sex flex. Like, did you, like, in your mind's eye, did you think back and picture this, that scene? It's like, yes, yes. I swear to God, because I thought about it. I remember thinking about, like, should I? But I really want to. Okay, I'm going to do it. And then you immediately regret it. Yeah. It kind of takes takes the air out of it when you immediately regret that. You need to go in full out or nothing. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I could always try to do it again, but I'm just not going to. (laughs) Again. (laughs) The flex thing, I mean. The flex thing. I've been washing his gloves. Well, they're one-of-a-kind gloves. It's got redhead gay all over it. If it wasn't a redhead, it'd be fine. Yeah, there's just some lines you don't cross. <laughs> all the music playing. This does play out like an incredible 80s movie. Oh, I just want to say this. Christian Bale is Bugs Bunny. Prove to me he couldn't be a live-action Bugs Bunny. Hey, Daffy! Just starts chopping over the max. <laughs> you like Huey Lewis in the news? What? 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 What?
There you go. Uh, it's just Matt. It's the same character. Yeah, pretty much. Stop the information I received, Varmint. Willem Dafoe isn't Yosemite Sam. <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> <laughs> You're being silly, MB. He's that red monster thing. He would be. Bale just starts doing his nails. He's dressed as a, as a barber. What do you think this, this Willem Dafoe character's like, home life is like? Is it like Imagine. all other Willem Dafoe characters where he just goes into a tube and goes to sleep? Imagine he just... He does nothing but eat soups. Watch old TV shows. I can see that. Also, damn Willem Dafoe was happy about who you listen to news. <laughs> he just has to have one psychotic smile in every movie. I've always loved how playboy douchebag Bruce Wayne is just slightly Patrick Bateman. Pretty much. I mean, he's either a crime fighter or a serial killer. God damn it, Bateman. You could take your shirt off. I mean, Jesus. Stuffed cat for Pulsum. Tries to feed the stuffed cat to a ATM machine. <laughs> I'm just disgusted with myself. I said ATM machine. God damn it. It, it looks like they're in a guest room at Grandma's house, doesn't it? Yeah. They are. It's really fucked up. He just really is into some kicky stuff, all right? Also, Bateman, shouldn't you kind of... I, I mean, I know you finished, but shouldn't you just... Maybe everyone just rolled off, put your pants back on. That can't be cleanly. My OCD is yeah. going insane right now. Well, you think about what about his OCD. Like, it, it must be going... He's going to kill someone right after he walks out of that room, is what I'm saying. It's entirely possible Bateman likes the idea of his own sperm being in his underpants at all times. I can't see that, to be honest. Only if it's like a, a healthy spread or something. I guess that's possible. He just likes the aroma of it being there. God damn you, 80s clubs. Wow, look at that guy go. He looks like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> uh, in a way, don't they all? Yeah. Just the dudes, I mean. Just the dudes. Yeah, pretty much. 
be awesome if Bateman got up on stage and started dancing around. <laughs> Let's dance! <laughs> oh, God. The only person who could possibly take down Patrick Bateman. <gasps> Kevin Bacon from Footloose. <laughs> John Lithgow. He's <laughs> in one of those stalls doing coke. <laughs> Oh, God, to take down Kevin Bacon and Footloose, John Lithgow hires Patrick Bateman. They've outlawed this insidious dancing, but I've always been more of a artsy person. I've always loved that line so goddamn much. Can you keep it down? I'm trying to do drugs. <laughs> This is so amazing. Get your shit together, Thoreau. Goddamn. Bale plays having sniffed coke <laughs> amazingly. It's almost like he's done it before. Like, that's that's what I go to for the drug addict performance. This Bale sniffing coke. It's just when he comes back up. He comes back up in such an amazing way. He's just rubbing his teeth. Yeah. Once again, he's Batman. <laughs> this is just what he does to maintain his cover. Like, before this, it was the scene at the docks in Batman Begins. Justin like- Thoreau as Thomas Elliot. <laughs> oh my... Fucking Thoreau could play Thomas Elliot. Throw is kind of, if you think about it, evil Bale. So. He has plastic surgery to make himself look like Bale. He's written terribly for one arc. Interesting note, I've learned how to pick up chicks from watching Patrick Bateman. That explains a lot about you, actually. <laughs> Sad part is, no one knows if that's a joke or not. That's. I could literally I, be telling the truth there. I have my assumptions. I'm just going to play them close to the chest. <laughs> So, he doesn't actually do anything, does he? No. He just sits in an office and... Fantasizes about crazy stuff. Yeah. Also, bonus, I don't think is a word, but... Maybe it is. I just, I don't think Bateman's got his shit together, so... He's wearing blue suspenders now, if you've noticed. That's... He killed the red ones. <laughs> yeah, Bateman becoming an old guy would be fascinating. He's an 80-year-old Bateman. Just trying to keep his prostate in order. Massaging it every day. He would still look the same. 
Oddly enough, he'd have collagen implants. <laughs> I could see that. He'd also just be a head in a jar, let's be honest. What do you think the food was like at Dorsia? Very Play-Doh-y. I'm sorry, I still can't get over that. What That stuff at the beginning was Play-Doh. I swear it was. I like how he still bothered to call them. He calls them all the time, too. What's your opinion of uh, Chloe 7G? Um, like, as what? I, as Everything. Actress? Everything. Um, I really have only ever seen her in this movie. Yeah. Gotta be honest. You never seen her give a blowjob in Blue Bunny? Uh, no. I haven't. A real blowjob? It's fascinating. I think I actually heard about that, though. Man, Bateman has some nice sheets back there. Did you see that? Look at that. The comforter is amazing. What are you looking at me like that for? It's a nice fridge. That is an amazing. I like the, the built-in and all that. That's cool. Look at that ice cream scoop. That's... <laughs> now you're just reaching... That is a nice ice cream scoop, though. I, I like the telescope. What do you think looks at through that telescope? He looks out and sees Jared Leto's decomposing remains. I like to think he just goes in and looks at it inside his own office whenever he's not there. <laughs> he would be that neurotic. <laughs> it's like, what's the janitor doing? Is he touching? But it doesn't affect it all. And goes in the next day, Hey, Remus! And starts shopping up with an act. <laughs> Lewis comes in, No! No! See, he's not talking about music. So she's not going to die. How do you not know who Ted Bundy is? Seriously. I mean, let's be frank here. You put the fucking spoon in the car, and that's not, like, that's not insane of him. Why would yeah. you put that plainly down on the table when it's had ice cream in it? You can make the table sticky. 
it's going to make it dirty. It's a glass table. I killer Bateman. <laughs> Ever used a nail gun? No, I have not. It's uh, it's pretty gratifying. I mean, especially when you, you know, use it to kill your secretaries. Not confirm or deny, but it's still very gratifying to use. Like, look at me. I don't have to do any work. Look at me. Just, it's amazing. <laughs> My God. I don't have to hammer anything. Like, I'm not, I'm not a monkey anymore. I'm using technology. I like how this is his awkward scene. He's embarrassed. The scene where he's human. I like to think he's only scowling because he's thinking of how sticky that table is going to become. <laughs> like, he's essentially just become you in this scene. Bateman <laughs> has tendencies that I do share. To keep it mysterious and dangerous, I'm not going to explain which ones. But, you know. I mean, you see, look look at how white his apartment is. Not a speck of dust or dirt. It's all just perfectly white. So it's beautiful. It's not corrupted by, by scum or gunk. Even those blinds are all perfectly symmetrical. Look at his hat. <laughs> it's a joke only three people will get. But good for those three people, though, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Bateman sitting there like that as like a five-year-old. This is so unadult. I think he does. Like, um, every day. Yeah, I don't think he has a maid or anything. I think he has a um, a cleaning day once a week. He puts on a very large outfit and kind of goes to town. Yeah. He wears a maid's outfit. I'm so fucking hungry right now. Look at the salt he's putting on that thing. He's like, uh... I don't know, maybe he has some kind of, like, weird deficiency. Like Edgar in Men in Black with the sugar. He, you know, he needs the salt. Sugar. And water. <laughs> I'm about the only one obsessed with that delivery. <laughs> Just that scene in general. You gotta watch Men in Black one day. More. More. <laughs> anyway, back to this. <laughs> so what do you think the food food is like at Dorcia? I assume terrible. Yeah, it's... I mean... You imagine that 
everyone hypes it up just because it's a hip place to go to, but it doesn't actually have good food. I like to think it doesn't exist and it's just a meat packing plant. <laughs> All those people that he keeps calling that talk back to him, that's just in his head. Which, you know, it's I joke, but it's very possible in this movie. <laughs> Who knows? Willem Dafoe may be a figment of his imagination. He's actually just looking into a mirror right now. Oh, that cold shiver running down your spine. <laughs> the heart, Bateman. First, <laughs> we attack his heart. How ominous Bateman's fucking limousine is. He gave them all... He, he somehow performed an abortion on all of them, even though they weren't pregnant. He took a fetus, stuffed it inside of them, then took it back out. It's really weird. That's perfectly in character for him, too. Yeah. You can't prove to me he didn't do that. I miss when he would wear a tux for this kind of thing. He wants to be less classy this time. Holy crap, we're already an hour into this? What kind of surgery do you think she needs? It, it does breeze by pretty goddamn fast. It's a, it's a breezy movie. Between all the killing and all the hulus in the news... Which, once again, we've only seen one kill. <laughs> it just feels like he's been piling up the bodies, but really he's done nothing. Except he's shared little. Which, I mean, we've all yeah. imagined that. You know, if Christian Bale pulled up next to me and offered me se uh, money for sex, I'd get in. He wouldn't even need to offer me money. There's also that. Like he would just pull up and I was like, "All right." <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't even like roll down the window or anything. So it'd be really weird when I get in. <laughs> what are you doing here? Uh, listen, I can pleasure you. <laughs> Start like unzipping. my shirt's my already halfway off. <laughs> he starts unzipping his pants. Just get it done. <laughs> okay, Mister Bale. Well, oh, you, there she is. Will you do the Batman voice? <laughs> Please. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's just mixing that drug right in front of them. Oh, so there she is. There's going up here, Turner. Yeah. Tell, because she's the hottest chick in this movie. Amazing interview she gives, going up here, Turner. She also gives herself, like, a huge... Like, the most lines of any woman in this movie. <laughs>
stop. I like to think think Patrick Bateman and Guinevere Turner are just old friends. I assume they still hang out. I mean, maybe she gets better after her wound. She wrote this movie. Is it me or does Paul Allen sound like he should be starring on Broadway? Fucking Jared Leto wishes he was fucking starring on Broadway. The fuck you up to these days, Jared Leto? I know you're dead in this movie, but just your presence. You're talking to the corpse? Just yelling at his face. What are you doing here, Jared Leto? Is it Leto or Leto? I don't fucking know. Why do you look like you're 20? Age, you motherfucker! You're not even decomposing! Lewis <laughs> just burst in and he sees dead Jared Leto. No, no, no! <laughs> And he just burst in, yes, yes, yes. He was not a fan of him either. But if you're turn saying she's not a lesbian. It's so weird to think Guinevere Turner adapted a Brett Easton Ellis novel. <laughs> This well, like, this this movie was also directed by a chick. Oh, wait, this is uh, this is Tuesday for Christian and Bale talking about Whitney Houston while two chicks make out. What's your opinion on Whitney Houston? Um, music, not the not the terrible person. I've. Hey, what's your. What about you? I really don't have an opinion, to be honest. Stuck in time. Stuck in time. And. Uh... Once again, just Matt. He's my default proxy for any. <laughs> really any song. <laughs> Once again, this is like Tuesday for Christian Bale. Hey, boobs. Never noticed that before. Once again, she wrote this movie. Oh, God, Christian Bale has deployed his razor hand. (laughs) 
Seriously, his hand becomes a razor. Die, yuppie scum. <laughs> I, I love this movie so much. The sneakers get me every time. <laughs> fucking face. He's like Vega fighting Chun Li. Christian Bale would make an amazing Vega. He would. He wouldn't take off the mask. Fuck no. Saying that, I would like to see Christian Bale as Blanca. That'd be incredible. <laughs> or just Bison. Bl- just oh, he would make an amazing Bison. He would somehow do a, a spot on impression. <laughs> It's an amazing movie. Once again, this is Batman. <laughs> I mean, we joke, but this is pretty in character for Batman, actually. Yeah. I mean, don't don't find out Batman's secret. Shit goes bad. He's had many a threesome where they just find out halfway through, oh my god, you're Batman, then he has to eat them alive, so... There's a chainsaw involved, and Alfred has to clean all this up. Oh, oh, sir, not again. Not another one. Oh, he's an artist. I just, I don't know why, but Christian Bale, it's not even Bateman, Christian Bale using crayons is, <laughs> just makes me happy. I don't know why, it just does. Because you know Bale fucking had to pick out the correct shade of red to do this. <laughs> He's just as neurotic as Bateman. <laughs> Before this scene, I imagine Bateman forgot she even existed. <laughs> I think that's pretty much a given, yeah. Just occasionally like, oh yeah. So... What do you think Bateman's preferred video store is? Um, what is what is that one called? Hollywood Video. Hollywood Video. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, I'm throwing my vote in there as a Vidmark man. Vidmark. Vidmark Video. Um, I don't know if you ever had this video store. I think it was mainly a local thing, but there was a place called Video World. I didn't have it, but I do think I've heard of that. It was a very late 80s, early 90s place. Yeah. I could see him occasionally going there. Never do I see him going to Blockbuster. 
No, that's that's where the common people go. And family video is just I why even bother? Yeah, I mean, what the fuck is he going to do there? Can you imagine Bateman in modern times just seeing a red box and you're just going insane? <laughs> <laughs> His mind would be blown by Netflix. I don't like this scene. Yeah, nobody likes this scene. Don't worry, the cat's okay, though. He doesn't hurt the cat. He just tries. Yeah. I mean, all things considered, how the fuck would this even work anyway? He couldn't actually feed the cat any, anything. It's nice he puts the cat back down. <laughs> this is such a weird finale. <laughs> that may or may not actually be happening. It's like the movie doesn't really have a, like you said, a structure. It doesn't have a, a first act, a third act. It just, it's, suddenly it's ending. Hey, other thing I love about this movie is either everything happened, and it's just about the fact that he's trying really hard to tell everybody that he's a killer, but he can't, no matter how he hard he tries to get caught, or nothing happens at all, and... Or some stuff happens, and it's still all over the place. Like, he's having a gunfight out with the cops right now. There's an explosion. It just happens suddenly. Even he's confused by it, which I've always loved. Once again, i just like to remind you, this is Batman. John Carter. You are the revolution. <laughs> I mean, would you ever declare that you were at one point burning the midnight oil? I've done that a couple times. But have you declared it? Uh, only once. Hey, no, I've never declared it before. I should do that, though. I think it's good every once in a while to, you know, tell you should people. make that a regular thing. Yeah. Just, you know. Just, it's a good phrase. It is. It's a strong phrase. And if you're doing it, then you should say it. Yeah. Let you people should know. let people know you're you're doing something. Because you don't want to give the impression you're lazy. Nobody takes out a pen like Patrick Bateman. Also, I'm just going to say this, golden pen. Storgen. And he's wearing a similar trench coat. That was Pat, uh, we, we witnessed uh, Pat Bateman unstuck in time. Out of the 80s. We're at the train station. Lewis just comes out. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, it would be awesome if they somehow did a Dark Knight Returns style Patrick Bateman movie. It comes out of awesome. retirement. Ironically enough, that's the Dark Knight Returns movie Bill does. <laughs> this lisp is so strong in this scene. 
some, some man. I really love this confession scene. Face. It's just like they're just throwing words in the Bale can't say that well. Here's a question. This is on topic a bit with American Psycho. Would a hooker taste different than a college girl? I imagine there'd be some slight difference. Now, I just want to say both. Uh, let's just say, just try to narrow it down as much as possible. Both the same exact age, uh, both white and blonde, same eye color, around the same heights. Uh, but that's that's pretty much the only only similarity. Yeah, but still, I would imagine it would boil down to mostly frequent locations. Yeah, that is true. I think that would permeate the flavor a bit more. I mean, you got to figure the hooker walking the streets, probably a little more yeah. smoke-kissed a bit. Yeah, whereas the college girl's like more, I don't know, almost like a uh, sour taste type. Yeah, yeah, probably a little bit leaner. Uh, I, I don't, let's let's take drugs completely out of the occasion. Both of them no not are on drugs or anything. Yeah, just um, yeah, I, I think the hooker would definitely be a different taste. Which would taste better though? I mean, obviously everyone wants to say the college girl, but you know maybe that dirtier would, taste would be good. It would depend on the individual. That is true. It's like not everybody's into mesquite. Yeah. Well, I also meant the uh, the subject themselves. The, oh yeah, that is true. Because you imagine not every human tastes the same. That's why I've always been fascinated by cannibalism. Yeah, I, I've always been pretty interested too. It's just because everyone just assumes. I mean, yeah, most cows taste exactly the same, but humans aren't cows. There's there's too much difference between all of us. Yeah. The, the little, little taste differences would be would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, cows are groomed to be a certain way. Like, they're, they're, I mean, there's a reason that they're brought up the way that they are. But humans, it's it's a whole different ballpark. Like a Christian Bale would take you know taste different than a a Jared Leto. Yeah. That's just science right there, MB. That's just science. Yeah. And I mean, even though they both play Batman, I mean, Michael Keaton would taste different than Christian Bale. Oh, tons. Weirdly, Adam West would taste the same. Don't know how that works. Yeah. Um, Kevin Conroy would have a slight Val Kilmer to him. Yeah, just like a, uh, you know, like a Kilmer twist a little bit. You know, like just. Yeah. Here's a question. Could you, like, let's say. Uh, take a nice like slab of ribs of a of a guy of a person, then take like um, like the brain of another, 
and then kind of uh, you know squeeze out all the juices over the ribs and kind of marinate that in like the brain juice of another person, and would that like make a whole different kind of uh, taste that's never existed before? Combine it with all these different things, not just not just like brain juice in general, but of like specific person. Well, it depends. Like, have you ever tasted like a mixed drink? That is true. Imagine it would just kind of have a weird combination of the two. Where it's like you can kind of, it's like with every bite, you can kind of taste one or the other. Yeah, I think the most difficult thing about like eating a human, like if it was acceptable in society, which it should be, quite frankly, but that's a, that's a political conversation for another time. And be, I, I think. The most difficult thing was I would never quite understand what to have as a side. Well, I say go with the easy choice, rice. Rice does go with everything, pretty much, so. Yeah. But would it be a flavored rice? Hmm. That is true, because would... Would human flesh uh, be a good enough sauce, a good enough marinade for the rice to give it a good taste? Or, you know, some things uh, when you add into white rice doesn't doesn't give it a good flavor. Yeah. So you're gonna run into that problem with human. Like you're gonna put it on there, or it's just gonna be like, oh, it's just it's it's more soggy than everything anything else. Yeah, and you also have the problem of. What if it doesn't go well with the meat, just even separately? Yeah. I mean, you know, and you always have to prepare the meat a certain way to, to put it to rice anyway. Like, like uh, you know, I wish I didn't make Jeff into tips. No, I think he would have made a better roast. Yeah. Uh, thank God I still got a lot, you know, chunk of Sharon left in the freezer, but... Yeah, well, well then you also have to... Imagine, like, what do human leftovers taste like? Yeah. How, how has a human taste after it's been microwaved? Yeah, because there's always a different quality with food after it's been microwaved and yeah. leftover, like, in the fridge. Yeah, it's like something's just different with it. Yeah. It's like in the fly when it's been transported. Yeah, I'm using that as an example. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I would like to taste human. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. I, think be- I, I, I would try it once, maybe. Just like that. I would, I, I gotta be honest, I would probably not enjoy it, but I'd, I'd like to just say that I did. Now, why would you say you didn't, well, you wouldn't enjoy it, MB? I mean, I I just I prefer eating dead animals. Yeah, that's completely normal compared to dead humans. So why, as a society, do we frown upon cannibalism so much? Yeah, that is that is bizarre. Like we eat pigs' assholes. Is it really that much weirder? Also, like. Think of all the animals that cannibalize each other. We never look weirdly on that. Yeah. 
It's why? a complete double standard. Yeah, it's bullshit. We're lying to ourselves. It's... No, no, I'm just saying that if um, if I ever was in a plane crash and like a mountaintop somewhere, yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I would be like, well, you know, I I, I don't want to be here. I feel a little bad, but quite frankly, this is the only chance I'm ever gonna get to uh, cannibalize this dude who's laying here in the uh, snow, dead in front of me. Uh, he's preserved. It's cold out, so I don't have to worry about him, you know, going downhill or anything. So I'm really just going to. Um, just bite right in there. Hmm. I and, mean, you know, um, the, the fact we're only 20 minutes from the nearest town maybe makes everyone else who survived the crash frown down upon me, but um, that's my uh, that's my cross to bear. Yeah. I mean, I mean you, made a, you made a judgment call. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's not really my fault, ultimately, that the only person who died was a child. I don't want to I, – I, did I want to eat a child? No. It just happens to be the only death that happened. So, I mean, I mean, listen. It, what are we gonna do? I, I, we're gonna drag it all the way to the next town? No, of course not. That's that's a lot of work. I I'm carrying it to the next town just in my stomach. So, um, quite frankly, I don't think that court case will ever, um, you know, really pan out for them. Uh, and frankly, they they. Don't really have that much on you. Yeah, I mean they wa- they could have stopped me. They were right there. Um, I don't yeah. ca- I don't care how many of their limbs were broken. Um, they could have used their teeth to uh, to to pull me away, grabbing me by my collar. Uh, but they didn't. They watched me as I ate their son. So yeah, I mean I I was there too, and frankly, I, none of them seemed to actually give much of a crap as far as you know stopping they just reacted to the aftermath like oh you why are you doing this it's like but, but you were there you you yeah they were right there right there they could have stopped me and whether or not the kid was dead quite frankly i'm not a doctor that's not my that's not my call yeah. it, i wouldn't feel comfortable making that call so i i went with what i saw there in front of me with my own eyes as a person as a survivor of the plane crash. I mean, okay. So we never took off. That's not really... Once again, I'm not a pilot. Yeah. You know, we never made it off the runway. That's, look, look, you are afraid that we were going to crash, all right? I was terrified. Uh, I mean, you saw me. I was just... Yeah. I was I was a mess. I was an absolute mess. Um, no, I just didn't want to have to deal with it. Yeah. And you know, I um I mean you you did not trust that pilot. No, I I mean you you saw him there. He was you know, he had an air of professionalism, sure, but he uh you know, he had that baseball cap backwards. You You could tell he was a drinker. Yeah, just a little bit too casual for uh, for that kind of thing, quite frankly. So you know they can they they can they can stick their lawyers on me, but you know they need to face facts. Their their child's dead. Yeah, yeah. They they could have stopped it. They didn't. And um, they only have you know they should just be happy that they uh, you know they can move on. They can have another child. So you know. I mean, look if the, if it so happened that fate happened again. 
and you happen to be on the same plane with their next child, and the same thing happened. I mean, they, they know what to do now. You told them a life lesson. It's just, I mean, it's just a damn shame that I can't legally enter Denmark anymore. And now you, and now you can never enter any of their roast festivals, even though you make a terrific roast. <sighs> Blue ribbon every year. Yeah, just gone. Just ruined my. Uh, that was, I was what I was doing for the holidays this year, going back to Denmark. But you know, just yeah, some. You know, some bad apples I mean, just gonna, ruin it for you. Just ruin it for you. I mean, what you. are you going to do now? Go to Norway? <sighs> I don't like their beards. Don't trust them. Yeah. Just don't like their beards. No, anyway, we're sorry. We're missing a lot of uh, American Psycho here. It's the, it's the end, though. It's, um, yeah, which is, it's nearly over, so. Yeah. The great last uh, speech is coming, though. Throws happy. You just flat out. If you put it to Batman, it's just the same character. <laughs> it really is. Also, this this was the last time Josh Lucas was ever happy. <laughs> That's actual happiness. The rest has just been fake. Leaving Bateman everyone on vacation to like. The Philippines or something. To Denmark. I don't think he doesn't seem like a Denmark kind of guy. I could see him going to Tahiti. It's a magical place. Yeah. Actually, I could go him. I could see him going to the Czech Republic. He'd do very good there. He would do very good there. Do we need to see the close up of the thing on Bale's nose? Now, Justin Thoreau gets second billing. Little does anyone know, he was the protagonist. <laughs> Dark Christian Bale. Seriously, prove this movie isn't really about Justin Thoreau killing people. You can't, can you? Christian Bale is just having psychic visions. <laughs> He's putting himself in that role. It's really weird. I wish we had custom-made clothing. Will we get it from John Paul Gautier? You know what? Um, so that's been... Uh... On-set carpenter Mike Johnson. Johnson is the father of our good friend Matt Johnson, co-host of the Bottle of the Bile Belt podcast, <laughs> who may or may not, um, you know, have fought some people in his life. <laughs> Holy shit. Prove of to be, all the things. Prove to be Mike Johnson. Prove to be Mike Johnson didn't work on this movie. <laughs> 
That's canon now. <laughs> Once again, it's just one of the many layers of American Psycho. Once again, somewhere out there is Mila Kunis. <laughs> that's the that's the way you're really waiting for. Um, Mila Kunis has an after credit scene. She's actually on the body of Loki. Like <laughs> and Bateman shows up in a mirror. That's worth a look. <laughs> anyway, that was American Psycho. What do you, uh, any final thoughts on on American Psycho? It's it's something. I don't know what it is actually, but it's something, and it's it's really cool. It's a really good movie. It's just kind of. It's hard to classify it, really. It's 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 also the, that was Batman. That was Batman, the Batman, the Dark Knight himself. Yes, it's um probably one of my favorite movies. It's it's great, but it's hard to figure out what kind of movie it is. Yeah, because you could almost call it a black comedy, but I I don't know. It just it almost it has a too much of a slow pace to be that. Yeah, it's it's like a congealing of so many different things at once. Like it's a movie that shouldn't actually work at all, but when it comes together, it works perfectly. Yeah, you can't recreate it. It it's just one of those things that it, it will never. Like they they've talked about like a remake for a couple of years. I can never see this being remade. Yeah, it's it's a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know it's based on the book and readapting the book as a whole th- is a, is one thing, but this is really just like the movie almost takes on a life of its own, yeah. independent of the book, even. And yeah, that's the ultimate message we're giving here at Pulp Commentary. This movie is it's life is so it's like video drum is yeah. what we're trying to get out. Also, um, we may or may not have implicated ourselves in cannibalism and murder. So, oh wait, something in the air, American Psycho remix. <laughs> Throw that out there. Um, to be fair, we do that every commentary. By the way, just yeah, let's be honest here. Uh, anyway. The credits are closing. They're beautiful. Beautiful. Um, this has been Pulp Commentary for American Psycho. I've been Mike. I've been a B. Now, if you'll excuse me, I try to return some videotapes. Ah!